guest today is an incredible guitarist, lead guitarist for Alter Bridge, former guitar player for Creed, and now is uh, a solo artist under the name Tremonti. Of course, I'm talking about Mark Tremonti. Hey, Mark, how you doing, man? I'm, I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing okay. Thanks for taking a few minutes. I appreciate it. Anytime. Thank you. So are you still hanging out in Orlando, or where about in the rest of the world are you these days? Yeah, I'm in Orlando right now um, until September when we go back on tour. Uh, cool, right. So you guys just finished a few dates. Was it uh, you did some here in the States and then and a couple in Europe? Yes, uh, we did uh, I think about a month here in the States and three weeks over in Europe. And then when we go back out, I think we're going to do a more extended tour of the States and uh, tour through the end of the year. I saw a couple of festivals you have lined up. How do you how do you like doing the festival thing now versus you know the club dates or arena dates? It seems like festivals are becoming more the norm these days, especially for rock bands. So, do you like playing that that kind of big venue? Yeah, festivals are fun. You know, it's um, you know you have a, a huge majority of those people out there that don't know your your band, so you're out there trying to win them over, and you never know what you're going to get. So it's it's always an exciting thing, and it's and it's it's good to be able to see all your um, your friends out there because it's, it's a small world once you're on these festival circuits you get to see a lot of the same faces and see a lot of bands that you're fans of right yeah all the, the 40 50 bands now 100 bands some of these things are insane but uh anyway i want to touch on the new album cauterize came out uh june 9th uh kick ass like a heavy metal album really um, I mean, you, you've really upped the ante on this one in terms of sort of the, the, the metal side of what you do. Um, was that was that intentional? You've always been sort of on the heavier side, but um, you keep trying to kind of push that, I think, with, with the latest music. So is that part of just musically where you've easily transitioned to or you was was intentional? Well, doing the, uh, you know, do, when I started the solo project, I wanted to get out a lot of ideas that, uh, you know, didn't, necessarily fly with Alter Bridge at the time and, and a lot of those ideas were I've had around for years and years I grew up listening to speed metal and, and just devouring speed metal and playing it on guitar and, and uh, you know both bands that I had been in previously just um, you know when I throw out horse gallop riffs and speed metal stuff they just uh, kind of looked at me funny and <laughs> <laughs> I went on to the next idea so right. when I when it came to doing a solo band, that was definitely a side of me I wanted to uh, get out there because it was such a huge part of my, you know, my development as a as a songwriter and a guitar player. You know, uh, I I'll have to say that for me, um, where I knew you know Creed mostly from like the radio singles and and uh, when I heard Alter Bridge was really for for me my first exposure into you know what an incredible guitar player you are and uh, in terms of all the soloing and things like that um was there ever a side of you with creed that felt like at the time you had to hold back versus what you're able to do now as, as sort of as a guitar player i mean not necessarily i think um you know to be fair i think i developed as a guitar player i, I couldn't do uh, uh a lot of the stuff uh, that i that i did you know, and and some of the ultra bridge stuff, I just couldn't pull off in the in the earlier three days. You know, I think I was just uh, so happy to have this as a career. I really just put everything I had into developing my my um, guitar playing and songwriting, and just worked hard at it. So it was uh, uh, just kind of a developing thing. Yeah, the the first single off the uh, the new album was some called uh, Another Heart which is a great sort of almost radio friendly for this album, if, if you could say that. So do you pick the singles 
Uh, and did you decide on that one? And is there uh, another single on the way? Yeah, we uh, when we finished the record, we had a party where we let people hear both albums, and um, they flew in from all over the world, and we gave them all a check, a, you know, a checklist for all the songs where they'd give us their ratings of the songs, and um, we told them we needed to pick singles, and this would help a lot if we knew, you know, all of the feedback and. Uh, and the top four songs were some of our top four songs, and Another Heart was one of them. Um, I think Another Heart was um, tied in first place with Radical Change. Right. And uh, then we took this song. We knew that we were going to rely heavily on satellite radio, Octane, and um, so we took it to them and said, "What do you? which songs do you prefer? And they preferred Another Heart, so we ran with it. Oh, that's really cool. I didn't even realize that that sort of focus grouping is done anymore these days, which is nice. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how often that's done, but, you know, it's just something that we thought would be a, a, a fun event for, for the fans and for ourselves to, you know, when we've, we've heard these songs for for so long, it's great to see people's reaction to it. For their, yeah, for their absolutely. So you referred to the the both albums, which I have read that there's a, a second album already recorded. Um, what can you tell me about that and, and what it's like and when it's coming out? Uh, it's similar to this album. It was, it was, um, you know, we recorded 20 songs not knowing which how we were going to release them, and then when it came down to the end where we were almost getting into the mixing phase, I kind of looked at the 20 songs and I thought it... Uh, it would be good to just split them right down the middle and put them on two records because I'd look back on my earlier life and, and the albums that I grew up on had eight songs on them or seven songs on them or at the most ever ten songs on them. Right, um, yeah. And uh, when I see bands put out songs with 15, 16 songs on them, I get lost in them. Even if they're my favorite bands, I uh, just don't have, I don't know if it's because I'm older now, but I just don't have the attention span. I'll, I'll pick my favorites and, and listen to those and kind of forget about the other eight songs. So I didn't want that to happen. I wanted a very digestible, short, you know, it's still a 45-minute or 40-minute record. Um, sure. And then uh, I want people to really digest this record and know it front and back before, uh, you know, this next record comes out so people are, you know, ready for it. What, in terms of then recording, writing and recording that much material, how, how long did it take you and do you spend a lot of time when you're on the road writing and then and then bring the demos later or how do you do that all thing uh well i'm continuously writing non-stop you know it's um anytime i have a moment to uh, get my guitar and in the lonesome loan time I'll, I'll be writing so the idea is just kind of stockpile and then when it comes time to put an album together that's when i um get get with the guys and i'll i'll try and be as organized as possible so i'll throw out my favorite ideas um and see the uh, the reaction. Whether if it's in this band, if it's in Tremonti, the guys are always gung ho about the heaviest stuff, which is good because I like the heavy stuff as well. And then uh, you know we'll go from there. I'll see what everybody digs, and then I'll go through my catalog of stuff and try and pair parts and put stuff together, almost like a puzzle. So it took it took about forty days of that process, of putting these ideas that were already written together to come up with about twenty five outlines of songs and then uh, we go into pre-production played Elvis all these songs and then we cut five songs out and, and went with the top 20 and then uh, did all the final arrangements for them and recorded them so you have your own label that this is all done through right the uh, fret 12 
does that sort of make it easier for you now that you know you don't have necessarily maybe the old label machine to be over you and that you know with this new model and how things are these days is that is that made life easier for you in terms of a recording artist yeah i mean it definitely has its ups and downs you know that the, the, the ups are you know if you want to do something you don't have to ask you know 10 different people for permission you know you you uh you can just do whatever you want at any given moment and uh uh, whatever promotions you want to do, you can you can do. But uh, you know, when you're on a record label, you definitely have more foot soldiers all over the world that that are pushing your stuff. But uh, but at the same time, um, those people have so many bands to deal with. You might get forgotten about. So it's good to be the sole priority of this Fret uh, Twelve Records at the time. You know, and, and uh, they're doing a great job, and they're just as smart as any of these record labels out there. They're just there's just fewer of them so it's uh we have to outsource and, and get find the proper people to, to hire to to make it all happen yeah i mean you've had the fortunate position of really being successful through almost three phases of this whole musical thing right i mean uh w- with creed that was sort of the peak of the industry and then alter bridge kind of snuck in there maybe towards the tail end and and now you're still having great success with the solo records and in this climate how have you seen the change through through all those years and if are you grateful that you didn't have to start out today let's say yeah i mean i realized how just how lucky we had it back in the day you know it seems like if we took took what we're doing now and and got to rewind 15 years it'd just be a cakewalk you know it's uh if you had an album with a couple songs in the top 10 or top five you you had a gold record back in the day yeah uh, Nowadays, getting a gold record is you've got to be uh, Nicki Minaj or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not happening to rock bands. I know Breaking Benjamin just had a huge week, um, which is exciting. But, uh, you know, if you do 100,000 records, it's a huge feat. A different world, you know. I've seen things change dramatically. You know, but online and if there's there's a lot more avenues to discover music and there's so many great rock bands and I, in a way it sort of has left it to where rock music is now able to be um, promoted by the fans and sort of kind of old school how it used to be, you know what I mean? And not relying on mm-hmm. just having the hit single. I mean, do you see is that sort of a better thing or what do, what do you think? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, that's the one good, good thing about the internet and social media and whatnot that uh, sure you lose all your album sales but back in the back in the Creed days when we were selling millions of records people in Russia and China and uh, anywhere around the world probably were still had no idea about the Banos um, yeah, right. that has really kicked in and we've got fans from everywhere around the globe that you would back in the day would be blown away that, that people even knew of your band in these, in these countries so now um the touring opportunities are they're all over the world. You know, it's um, now it's just a matter of finding the promoters to put together packages for you to go to Indonesia or you to go to the Philippines or you to go to uh, Australia. You know, this is uh, there's just such a bigger audience now. Um, but it seems like there's it's so oversaturated at the same time. It seems like there's so many bands doing it these days. There's so many <laughs> metal bands. There's so many rock bands. There's just so many rock bands out there. It's it's mind boggling. So it's it's hard to, to make a blip on the radar on the internet nowadays because there's just so much stuff out there. Every local band can have their Facebook 
you know, sites and their songs up on YouTube, and it's hard to kind of wade through it all to find the, the, the cream of the crop. Yeah, no doubt. The whole Apple Music streaming and everything, what's your take on that whole thing? Yeah, I mean, I think it's not something that I think artists are going to ever love. You know, it's not something where artists are getting paid. Like, if they're, if somebody's going to Apple and buying their album on iTunes, they're going to get compensated for it. If they're doing Apple streaming stuff, they're going to get paid a, a portion of a penny <laughs> for a, right. you know, a stream. So it's something that, that hurts the artist. You know, people can argue that it's exposure, but, you know, there's already exposure enough. There's already... You, you, people can find any band anywhere on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or there, there's so much exposure right now. I don't think there it's necessary to have that. But, um, yeah, I mean, those sites kind of just scare me because it's like, what are we... Uh, people aren't thinking about the artists anymore I think um, if this was Hollywood and this was the you know if movies if this was happening to the the movie business um, it, somebody do something about it and people were just watching movies for pretty much free yeah uh, the government would the government would come and step in and do something about it but nobody's doing anything for the artists right now we're just kind of sitting there and uh, pretty much not getting paid for for making records you know we're relying on merchandise sales and, and concert tickets and uh yeah it's a weird time uh, really, weird ever time. Been. really different yeah. um what's the latest with uh ultra bridge where, where are you guys and uh sort of on hiatus while you're doing the tremonti but are you you have a new record uh coming out soon yeah we'll get together next year and uh and, and put out some new music i'm not sure exactly when as of yet but uh the plan is to have a record out in 2016 oh that's very cool um so the uh, Cauterize is available on iTunes and on your Fret 12 website and everywhere else, and tour dates aren't out yet, right, for the rest of the year? When when can we uh, expect those? Uh, we'll be out in September and October. They're just putting uh, putting the deal together now. Um, you know, we're excited about it. I don't think I can, I can uh, say we're going to be touring with the band that we're excited to tour with, um, so it's going to be... Uh, that's the plan is to do a co-headline tour um, uh, but uh, it's still being still being sussed out. So top but secret it's happen, still. Uh, it's September, October. Very cool. And uh, oh, you know, I want to ask you. So, what uh, what sort of new music are, are you listening to, if any? Any new guitar players or, or stuff that you're into? Uh, guitar wise, right now, I'm getting into kind of the finger style, Nashville style, almost country rock. Uh, trying to get my other fingers involved on my right hand because it really opens up a whole lot of. A new door, so I'm um, anything from like Brent Mason or um, or just just get on YouTube and look up uh, you know chicken picking rips or you know and then I'll and then I'll try and turn it into a more of a, you know because a lot of the country sound is very happy uh, major key sound and stuff and I try and take the take the stuff and turn it a little more rock and darken it up a little bit and <laughs> that's kind of what I'm experimenting with right now. Cool. Well, listen, man. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of you know Alter Bridge and what you're doing now and and all that stuff. And it's it's really cool to, to be able to speak with you. I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much. All right, man. Take it easy. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. For more information and upcoming interviews, please check theprogreport.com. Follow us on Facebook at the Prague Report on Twitter and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Thanks.